Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. This Hyundai Elantra is going on a trip. So is this one. This one's going to Grandma's house. This one's winning a four-day, 2,000-mile endurance race. Imagine a sensible family sedan tough enough to be a two-time World Rally Champion. So, if you want a car that'll give you years of trouble-free trips to Grandma's house, drive one that's already been over the river and through the woods. The Elantra from Hyundai. Cars that make sense. I love this commercial because, for the record, that was 1993. A 1993 Hyundai Elantra commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was already being tested in World Rally situations. And if you've never watched World Rally Racing, you should. Because they abuse those cars something terrible. If it's good enough for that, it's, yeah, pretty amazing. And hence, that was their commercial point. So, the Hyundai Elantra. As an important part of the automaker's lineup for over 30 years, the often underappreciated model has toiled in the shadow of the larger Sonata sedan. Launched in October of 1990, the Elantra was originally sold in Europe starting in the spring of 1991. And over time, you could be forgiven for thinking that the Elantra had become the Swiss Army knife of the Hyundai fleet. I mean, in addition to the sedan, the Elantra line has seen a coupe, station wagon, and a five-door hatchback. And even in some markets, it was powered by a diesel engine. In the American marketplace, the current 7th generation Elantra offers consumers a variety of choices too, each with a different personality and performance profiles. Starting with the three trim levels of the standard sedan, Elantra upped the ante with a hybrid model and two trim levels, the Elantra N-Line, which adds sporty design elements, and then the Elantra N, which <laughs> brings performance to the party with a sport-tuned suspension, steering, and revised you know, powertrain mounts, as well as a more powerful engine. They're not playing. The all-new current-generation sedan hit the marketplace in the fall of 2020 as the 2021 model. Hyundai engineers and designers made it longer, lower, and wider compared to the 6th generation model. The new Elantra gained just over 2 inches in overall length, almost an inch in its wheelbase, with its overall width increased by about an inch. The overall height also dropped by almost an inch, and the front cowl point was moved back about 2 inches, adding to its sporty stance. While these minor changes dramatically changed the shape of the car, they had limited impact on cabin space. In fact, most key interior dimensions did increase. Manufactured in both Alsan, Korea and at Hyundai Motor Manufacturing, Montgomery, Alabama, the Elantra rides on the all-new K3 vehicle platform. It's also the second Hyundai vehicle to incorporate its sensuous sportiness design identity. And while many automakers have turned to making crossovers, trucks, and SUVs, Hyundai has decided on a more contrarian marketing course. To quote the company's CEO, while some manufacturers no longer see the value in the car side of the business. We're doubling down by offering an all-new model with both gas and hybrid powertrains, said Jose Manos, president and CEO of Hyundai Motor America. We've sold more than 3.4 million Elantras in the U.S. and more than 13.8 million worldwide. And the new captivating look is going to bring excitement to a whole new generation of buyers. Since once inside, they're going to love all of the progressive features. In short, the new Hyundai Elantra is an everyday exotic four-door coupe look with innovative molding and engineering technology. 
This review is only about the standard Elantra, not the performance hybrids, I'm sorry, performance variants or the hybrid. Available in three models, the Elantra is powered by a two-liter four-cylinder gasoline Atkinson cycle engine that produces 147 horsepower and 132 foot-pounds of torque. Energy is communicated to the front wheels via a smart stream intelligent variable automatic transmission. EPA fuel economy numbers are 33 city and 42 highway for the SE and 30 city, 40 highway for the SEL and limited models. Cargo capacity is 14.2 cubic feet. What I liked about this car. First, let me be clear. I love this car. Talk about love at first sight. It's been years since an exterior styling for any vehicle has impacted me like this. It is indeed sensual, luxurious, and elegant from any angle, which, by the way, is hard to do, be it in motion or standing still. And having said that, the driver enjoys some added support in the form of three driving modes, available with the twist of a knob that will allow the motorist a choice between normal, eco, or sport modes. And you know me, always choose sport mode. Inside the passenger cabin is, an, is as amazing as the exterior. Again, it's a challenge to make it all work together as a whole with displays, dis controls, and switch gear that is easy to read and easy to use. The sophisticated use of fabrics and materials add an air of luxury that seems like it would cost thousands more. The traditional gear shift lever also offers drivers a manual mode for even more vehicle control depending on road conditions. Rear seat passengers are not neglected, as the automakers designed a wide, wide opening doors to facilitate entry and exit to the rear seating area. And rear seat legroom is impressive for a car this size. A fold-out center armrest features molded cup holders for added comfort. USB-A ports in the front offer decent charging and internet access. The Elantra is comfortable for four adults for sure, five in a pinch. And oh yeah, it has a spare tire Enough said. Here's what I didn't like about the car. And yeah, there's some discord in the midst of perfection. However, in fairness, I would chalk these up mainly to like-to-haves. So here goes. Fog lights, extended remote start like my Equinox, where I can start it from inside my apartment from an extended range and have it warm when I get there. Better radio controls for incremental station-by-station -station tuning. A head-up display, okay, I'll take that for the limited trim at least. And surprisingly, there are no USB ports accessible for risky passengers. I think that was an oversight, Hyundai, you think? Obviously, these engineers and designers don't have teenagers at home. There's no interior release for the split fold-down rear seats. You've got to go to the trunk from back in the day to release them, and that doesn't always work. I miss the side-view camera that's activated when the turn signals is turned on. And Hyundai spoiled me with that option in recent years, and I'm not sure why this model's not equipped with it. And finally, I just want to point out a couple of throwback features in this modern sedan that I find odd. Manual releases at the base of the driver's seat on the floor for the gas filler door in the trunk. <laughs> that's so 1980s. So here's the bottom line. If you are looking for a well-equipped and stylish four-door sedan, that will look good in your driveway for years to come, consider the Hyundai Elantra. From economical to wild, this sedan has a model for just about everybody, unless, of course, you want a truck. It checks all the boxes and will deliver years of reliable service. <laughs> just tell the dealer that Ken sent you. 
The base manufacturer suggested retail price for the 2023 Hyundai Elantra sedan starts from $20,950 for the SE and up to $26,500 for the Limited. Destination charges add $1,115. MSRP is tested. 2023 Hyundai Elantra Limited with the following extra cost options. Just one. Carpet to floor mats. Total cost of the options, $210. Total MSRP, including options and destination charges, came to $27,655. Do bear in mind, you can start into this goodness for as little as 20, just right around $21,000. And oh, by the way, there are no manual transmission uh, Elantras available anymore, so you're not going to get hurt. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you've missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out.